This is WCNY's The Capitol Press Room, and we're turning our attention to the threat posed by harmful algal blooms, or HABs, which can occur when algae grows out of control, producing dangerous conditions for aquatic life, marine animals, and even humans. Our guest, Walter Hang, president of Toxic Targeting, which tracks the emergence of harmful algal blooms in New York's freshwater, warns that the state is not doing enough to police this environmental threat. Welcome to the show, Walter. Thank you so much for inviting me. So for starters, how do we get harmful algal blooms and what is it that makes harmful algal blooms harmful? So harmful algal blooms are basically caused by these very, very simple, primitive microorganisms called cyanobacteria. They're naturally occurring, they're, you know, they're in bodies of water everywhere. And the problem is that if there's too much phosphorus in freshwater ecosystems and too much nitrogen in saltwater ecosystems, these cyanobacteria can just explode in growth. And the next thing you know, you're looking out your window in your summer cottage and Cuga Lake suddenly looks like a sea of pea soup. It's this bright green color And it's unmistakable. And some of these are like a biblical plague. I mean, they're huge. They're as far as the eye can see. And then what happens is when that harmful algal bloom dies, when it goes bust, then these microorganisms release these incredibly neurotoxic microcystins. And so if, like in Cuba Lake, people drink their water, drawn from that source, the water can become polluted. If you swim in it, boat in it, walk in it, just touch it. This sounds crazy, but it's absolutely scientifically documented that these uh, microsystems can actually make you sick and sometimes can actually kill you. Even dogs drinking this water, because they don't realize it's, it's poisonous, they can get sick and they can die. And these halves are now occurring all over the state of New York. As of yesterday, there were 168 active HABs. There are a total of 205 water bodies that have now recorded HABs this year. And the total number of HABs is more than a thousand. So this problem is getting worse and worse and worse. And that's how come action is so required. And from your perspective, is the simple presence of a harmful algal bloom a a problem in a body of freshwater or does the size or scope of a harmful algal bloom uh, make it more of a threat in a freshwater body so a healthy ecologically balanced body of water doesn't have these harmful algal blooms these harmful algal blooms for the most part are anthropomorphic. They're the result of polluting activities. If you have a wastewater discharge that's not being properly treated and you dump that wastewater into a body of water, the phosphorus in the wastewater promotes the explosive growth of these blooms. If you have a giant farm field and all of the agricultural runoff or like a million gallon manure spill goes into an adjoining body of water. Boom, suddenly you got these giant halves. So every single half is something to be very concerned about. Bigger halves 
uh, are much more problematic. And most importantly, unfortunately, we now have these harmful algal blooms in reservoirs and other sources of water, believe it or not, for more than 10 million New Yorkers. And this is unprecedented. And this includes the water supply for New York City, Cannonsville, Ashokan Reservoir, they've all reported halves this year. Skinny Atlas Lake, which supplies Skinny Atlas and Syracuse, they have halves right now. People can go to the Department of Environment Conservation HABS webpage. They can see a list of all of the HABS. They can see our map of the whole year's accumulation. Uh, Hemlock Lake for Rochester, Canandaigua Lake. I mean, it's just an unbelievable scourge. And it's all because the state of New York will not enforce water pollution control regulatory requirements. And this is a fight that's been going on for a quarter century in Ithaca, led, unfortunately, by me. Well, yeah, I want to talk about the state's approach to this issue. And they maintain uh, that they're engaged in the most extensive monitoring and reporting of harmful algal blooms in the country. Uh, But like you just said, you argue that the state uh, water pollution programs aren't cutting it. How are the regulatory efforts falling short from your perspective? So if I may, there's a huge difference between identifying these haves all over the state of New York, Lake George, Lake Ontario, Lake Champlain, you know, all over Long Island. You know, that's okay. But the problem is that the, the U.S. Clean Water Act and the accompanying state statutory requirements say, once you have these water quality impairments, you have to include the impaired waters in what's called the National 303D Registry of Impaired Waters. And once that happens, you have to adopt what's called a total maximum daily load to remove that impairment. So if you have these halves, the solution is absolutely straightforward. You look at the watershed, And people like engineers and environmental consultants or government officials, they have to go out and walk these tributaries. And they have to identify the sources of pollution, whether it be a leaking cesspool, a farmer's field where manure is splashing into a stream, you know, anything else that they see. And actually, Toxics Targeting did this uh, more than 20 years ago when I hired a young scientist named Marshall Ballard. And he walked 26 miles of the tributaries to Southern Cuga Lake, and we mapped all these sources of pollution. Once you know where the pollution is, you have to abate the pollution. And so we have a coalition letter that we're sending to the governor, and it basically says every single water body with a half has got to be immediately added to the 303D Registry of Impaired Waters. Within two years, you got to find out where the pollution originates, And you have to propose the TMDL, Total Maximum Daily Load, Comprehensive Watershed Cleanup. And within five years, you have to fund that TMDL. You have to implement it. And then every five years, you have to revise the TMDL until these water quality impairments uh, basically have been resolved. And unfortunately, that is just simply not happening anywhere in the state of New York. The Department of Environment and Conservation has totally abdicated 
its regulatory responsibilities. They're not enforcing the law. And instead, they want these voluntary programs that simply don't work. They're a complete flop. That's why the program is a bust. And that's how come enough is enough. People should be calling the governor at 518-474-8390. And if your family cottage on Owasco Lake, you know, has a hab right in front of it, complain, demand action. You just can't tolerate this irresponsible lack of regulatory enforcement any longer. That's my view. In terms of moving forward and the appropriate actions that could be taken, do you view the Drinking Water Quality Council as a venue for jump-starting regulatory action? Absolutely. I mean, my company provides services to almost all of the drinking water purveyors on Long Island. That's a sole source aquifer. And again, due to lack of regulatory enforcement, that giant aquifer for 3.3 million people, this is a huge underground reservoir of water, it's totally polluted. And so years ago, it was chlorinated solvents. Then it was a gasoline additive, methyl tertiary butyl ether. Now it's these per and polyfluoral alkyl substances, the so-called forever you know, compounds. So these poor water purveyors are trying to provide water that meets all the applicable standards, and they can't get the Department of Environment Conservation and the public health authorities to enforce these regulatory cleanup requirements. And so they're just getting hammered. So I work very closely with them, and I believe in the year to come, they're going to play a very, very important role. But I think the key thing is that citizens all across the state of New York, they're just looking out of their windows and they're seeing these haps. And every year it goes up and up and up. And we're going to now, after the pandemic from basically 2020, Toxics Targeting is reviving our campaign. So people can go to Toxics Targeting. It's totally free. They can click on the HAP campaign, become a signatory to the coalition letter. And they, you know, they write me, they email me, they call me, they beg me to help, they identify problems. And most importantly, I work with some amazingly dedicated government officials, notably Terry Cuddy and, and Jimmy Giantino in Auburn. These are city councilors. They've been fighting for years trying to get total maximum daily load for a Wasco Lake and DEC simply won't require a TMDL for that body of water, even after the US EPA, uh, Environmental Protection Agency said, you gotta have a TMDL for Owasco Lake because 45,000 people drink water from that body of water and you're not protecting it. So I think we're reaching a critical mass. I think water purveyors have a role to play. I think property owners have a role to play. But most importantly, I, I just think that you know, this is a grassroots prairie fire right now. I mean, it, for the months to come, these HABs are going to continue to get reported. And I think the pressure is going to be intense on the governor. Well, we've been speaking with Walter Hang. He is the president of Toxic Targeting. Walter, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you so much. And again, people can go to ToxicsTargeting.com. They can click on the Harmful Algal Bloom Cleanup Campaign. Become a signatory to the coalition letter to the governor. It's entirely respectable. It's very, very detailed. 
and they can see our map of where haps have been reported. We're updating that almost daily and we welcome their input, but most importantly, we hope that they'll help us bring sufficient pressure to bear to solve this problem once and for all without further delay. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information.